it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone, the Thundermen were told by Higglemiss Wiggenstaff that his brother Hieronymus had been a dog for the last 50 years and a demon prince had been running the place. So, the fellas headed out on an assignment to help out a couple of centaur herds, but also to secretly retrieve a magic apple that Higglemiss needed to change his brother back. Things got real rough, with Fitzroy getting cursed, the boys getting framed, and an evil wizard in the mix. Plus, some big ominous being named Chaos seems to have taken an interest in Fitzroy. But with the help of Althea Song and fellow students Rhodes the Ranger, Mimi, and Moon, they were more or less successful. Now they need to get the magic apple back to Higglemiss, but bad news, fake Hieronymus knows what's up and is ready for them. And there's no way that ends well, right? You three, Heroic Oversight Guild investigator Althea Song, and fellow students Rhodes the Ranger, Mimi, and Moon, all head out at the same time. The ride back is quiet. From what you can tell, Althea's silence is a worried silence, a concerned silence, while Rhodes, Mimi, and Moon seem impressed, but not necessarily in a positive way impressed in the way one might be when gazing upon the aftermath of a natural disaster. Mm. Her, her, uh, Hurricane Fitzroy. Yeah. By the time you reach the town of Last Hope, it has grown quite dark. Groundsy and his cart have stopped making trips from school to town and back. Uh, with very little discussion, all seven of you decide to grab rooms at the Tavern Springs Eternal rather than go the rest of the way in the dark. When you enter the main bar area, it is surprisingly empty. You would expect an evening at the town's only tavern to be pretty packed, but you only see two or three other patrons. Barb, the bartender, is polishing glasses in a classic bartender fashion. Oh, classic. Oh, you can't teach that. You know how you picture it? It's that. She turns her dark spectacles in your direction, mirroring the motion of her hawk familiar perched above the bar. Uh, hello and, and welcome back, uh, she says. Surprised to see you all out and about. Come in, close the door quick as you can. Uh, can I get you anything to to drink or to eat or anything? Uh, why surprised that we're out and about? Oh, well, I guess you somehow met, have you not been paying attention? Because there have been demon attacks like all over the area. Like in we've, the last twenty four hours, is that is? Uh, uh, we've been a bit preoccupied. Um, how you? Uh, what are you doing here? If there's if there are so many demon attacks going on? Oh, the the taverns warded against demons. Can't get in the place. You you're safe as houses. Don't do not worry about it. Well, it sounds like houses aren't especially safe right uh, now. It's safe, well, it's a it's an expression. 
Okay. It's, you know, an, it like it's not literal. It's confusing, that, right? Confusing expression. Okay, fair enough. It seems like a shame they did not award the whole town. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I warded my own tavern. I have a bit of expertise in it. It is like the black box in the wreck of a sunken ship. Sure. You wonder why do they not make the ship out of this? Sure. Uh, what sure. can you tell us about these demon attacks? Oh, uh, well, there's really only been about a handful of, of attacks. Mostly just, like, sightings. Uh, you know, skulking around. Uh, a lot of, a lot of imps. Oh, oh, the imps. It's the imps again, a lot of them. Lord. Um, well, that is troubling. I mean, should we... I mean, we all just got here, and I know we've had a long day. Do we need to go... And I I almost don't want to say it. Imp hunting again. Because we... I believe we may possess more expertise than most folks in that particular I, field. They, I mean, I like the initiative, uh, but, you know, there's a whole like squad of people on it keep you know patrolling and everything okay. you guys just rest up you look like shit uh, oh, if yeah. I may be so bold so got cursed uh, got cursed check my badass brand oh nice you nice. got any uh, any recommended chasers for having a sort of foul magic possess your body uh, some kind of strong spirit, I would say. Do you want a strong spirit? Uh, and she kind of eyes you up and down, and you see the hawk do the same motion, and she says, uh, I think maybe a strong spirit. Virgin Shirley, muddle. Virgin Shirley like, Temple. Yeah, I agree. Virgin okay. Shirley Temple. Let me get one of those. Okay. What about you two? Huh? A teeny apple teeny for me. A small apple teeny. You got a it. Teeny. Uh, uh, I'll have a fuzzy navel. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Oh, Furbolg has got his stand-up Why comedy thing the, going. We've always with the midriffs. <laughs> <laughs> she mains, maintains eye contact with, with you guys this whole time and just slightly raises one eyebrow and says nothing. Okay. Does she give us the, the requested beverages? Uh, she says, you know, that, that'll be uh, three gold altogether. Put it on our tab. You do not have a tab. Stop one. <laughs> I, I do not do tabs. Do we have... Do we have any gold? <laughs> Althea leans forward and says, uh, drinks are on me. I, oh, I've got it. Sick. I was just about to do the It's My Birthday and then I cry. It works sometimes. Do you want me to try it and save you the three gold? No. Oh, they sing no. a song. It is terrible. Okay. I'm. It's on. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. This I thought I was spared. <laughs> uh, and when Althea speaks, you see Barb react, uh, kind of look her up and down. And then her face goes wide. And she says, Avenging Angel? I haven't seen you in forever. And Althea turns and looks at her and is just, a, a, you know, completely blank for a second. And then her eyes widen and she says, Bloodhawk Barb, how are you? Uh, <laughs> you you two know each other? Uh, and Althea turns to you and says, yes, uh, we, we went to school together. 
uh, Barb was studying to be a villain uh, when I was studying to be a hero. Barb, what are you doing here? Like, you were all set to be a pretty badass villain. And Barb says, oh, yeah, I got uh, I got caught by an errant curse. And she takes her glasses off and her eyes are all white. And after I finished recovering, I was like, I don't get paid enough for this. So I bought this place and settled down. But what about you? What Are you still, you know, heroing all around? And uh, Althea's face goes kind of ashen for a second. And she says, no, I, I, um, I don't do that anymore. I, I, I work for the Heroic Oversight Guild now. And that seems to be all she kind of wants to say about it for the moment. Um, she's, I mean, you're still doing hero stuff, though. Don't tell yourself short. You saved my bacon. Yeah, I guess I mean, like, I'm just not doing it professionally. Okay. So, Avenging Angel and what, Barb, what what was Barb's? Uh, Bloodhawk Barb. But are we going to get really cool code names like that when we You're graduate? the Thundermen. What are you talking about? No, I know. That's kind of a team name. I mean, that's like X-Men. Well, uh, I don't know how to break it to you or go, you're a sidekick. Sidekick don't well, often sidekicks get-, get named. Yes, they do. Speedy, Robin, um, Batmite. You're just fucking. You cut a hole in the fourth wall, it's my friend. Weird. <laughs> oh, okay. Fantasy Robin. Fantasy, it. Fantasy it's Batman. Too much. You yeah. know, for a long time we couldn't get Dad to use his character voice. Now we can't. Now he can't switch it off. It. Yes. Um, okay. So there's obviously a lot going on here, um, but I feel like maybe we should debrief. Because um, Argo, Master Fearbulg, I think it's maybe time that we let Althea into the, how should I say this, the circle of trust. Mm. Wink. Vis-a-vis. Althea says, uh, I'll, I'll grab a table. Uh, when you guys get your drinks, you, you can come talk to me if you want. Cool. Are you in? not sure? We swore our silence. Yeah, I mean, we swore our silence to somebody who I don't entirely think is on the level. So, like, if that is the case, then I think it's like two wrongs make a right situation. Um, do you know what I mean? Th- things I do not. Things that okay, let's do a list of things that Higglemiss has done for us. One, brainwashed you a bunch. Two, sent us off on a quest to save his dog brother. Uh, and that's end of list. Uh, things Althea has done for us, incalculable that list. So I, at this point, I trust her more than Higglemiss, and think she would be a great asset in our cause of saving the world, stopping the demon king. Truth. Zond Stompart. Truth is the honor of the tribe. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you gotta tell the whole truth, does it? We have maybe not met. (laughs) No, 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 no. I mean, yes, you, I know you have to tell the truth, but is is there not a way where you could not tell the whole truth? I mean, leave some of the lies up to us. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on Firbolg's side about 
I don't know if we should trust anybody but each other right now. Completely. Um, then what do you suggest we do? We just go back to the school with our dicks I, in our hands and just walk we, into the principal's <laughs> office and get incinerated? That doesn't sound yeah, great. I don't, I don't, are we going to be able to get back in? I mean, this is a fine question. We, we were personally invited by the malefactor himself. I, I, yes, I think we will be able to get in and then walk into a, I don't know, pit of acidic spikes or I don't know what kind of, you know, trap he has set for us, but it would be best, I think, if we had a little bit of backup. I suppose we must spill the beans. Yeah, okay. Let's... Let's spill the beans and 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 see what happens. I, I listen. I know this is not a you know voting situation. So okay, I'm all right. Let's give her a shot. Let's give it. Couldn't be much worse, right? Thank you. Yes. Um. So I sit at the table. I imagine you two join me, and I spill the beans. I don't know if we have to do that. Sort of, uh, you know what? It might be a good a sort of catch. Yeah. Hurt. yeah. Okay. So here's the situation, Althea. Uh, are we out of your shot of Bloodshot Barb? Uh, Bloodhawk Barb. Yes. Bloodhawk Barb. Okay. Um, so here's the situation. We have been sort of let into a secret club, exclusive club, by Higglemus, who has informed us that unfortunately his brother is his dog, and Hieronymus is some sort of um, immortal demon prince. So that's like the big one. That's like the oh, big sort of takeaway. If okay. that's the if, yeah, if that's the only thing you remember from this whole thing, that's probably okay. Uh, also, the the Godscar chasm that's new. It's like a new thing that everybody thinks has been there for a long time. And Hieronymus is a demon. Did we cover? Yes, we said yeah, that. Yeah, I think you meant demon, yeah, demon prince. De- demon prince. I forget the exact sort of I'm, title. I'm writing all this down. I'm taking notes, for, you know, for the, for the meeting. So, um, yes, the the I've already forgotten the gentleman whose hand I ripped off earlier today, and that is not a good look for me. Calhane. <laughs> Thank His you. name was Calhane. It was Calhane. Thank you. Uh, Listen to Dad. Fucking so proud of himself. He's, for he is really well, good. Got about the, the I've got the minutes. I got the like clambers over right. the top of the table. I remember the name. Um, he was <laughs> an agent of the Demon Prince. So he, the Demon Prince does know that we know he's not Hieronymus. Wow, this is getting... You follow me so far, right? More, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's some gaps, for okay. sure. Um, yeah. Like, why is the brother a dog? There's a, That's, like, huge for me. So I guess... My first question is, why did you steal the apple? To turn his to make a dog transformation potion. Okay, so that was on Higglemus's orders. God, I am now realizing we are very easily manipulated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, that's kind of been a, a, an when ongoing you say theme, it, right? Right. When you say it out loud, it sounds. Very strange. From what I understand, we we get the apple, we get the real Hieronymus back, and then together we save the day, fight the demon prince, do the do the thing. 
So that's that's sort of the that's where that's what we're operating on right now. If you have a better course of action, I would love to hear it. Uh, excuse me for a minute. And she goes to the bar and she comes back with uh, three shot glasses of strong uh, spirit. And she immediately downs two. And then she says, "Okay, so start at the top and now we'll do the like, you know, propeller spinning. I don't know what I left what I left out of that. Yeah, I feel like you got it pretty much. For my clarification, what details were left out? Because if there's other stuff that I need to know, then no, mostly it's uh, you know, the the specifics of the God's Carcasm. It's only been there for fifty years. Fifty years ago, the brother was turned into a dog. They've been gathering uh, things. That's why the Fearbulg was mind controlled. All right. of these things that she had been wondering about. Okay. Uh. You know, no, no, you hit all the main points. This is more of just filling in. Can I uh, do a roll? I want to roll an insight check to see if, like, she is feigning surprise or if, like, these things that we are saying. uh, Oh, I don't know why I rolled uh, physical dice. Uh, I got a zero. The sound is good. Yeah. Um, Good foley. uh, I got an 18, flat 18. Yeah. She is. Uh, not feigning surprise. She is, okay. this is news to her, especially when you uh, mentioned the part about it being 50 years ago. Right. Uh, and she says, I I was at the school 25 years ago. The, I, I was taught by a demon prince. Is that like the school, the school has been run by a demon prince for the last 50 years? It sounds like our options are be taught by a demon prince or be taught by a a dog man. And I feel like the demon prince would bring a little bit more educational heat, but yes, that is the shape of it. At least to the half, the villain half. You know, demon prince would be good for the villain. Yes, true. Thank you. Yes. This is a, this is a lot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, can you light the, the freaking beacons of Gondor and just like summon the full weight of the heroic oversight guild down on, the school or like what's the what's the thing? Do you all have like an you know like an army or something? Well, let let me start off by saying yeah. I believe you completely one hundred percent. I cannot say that that would be the same if I went and told the heroic oversight guild that one of the most renowned heroes and educators in all of Nua is secretly a demon prince based on the uh, word of three students. And Higgleness. And his dog brother, if we can cast a spell on him that makes him talk. I'm sure he would tell the truth of things. Yes. Um... We've had the ability to make dogs talk this whole time. That's like fucking true. I'm now. just realizing that. We have, we have, I almost said screwed the pooch, but that would be terrible. Oh, that would be much forward. different context. So bad. Really, yeah. And, yeah. And, and we have, we have the apple now, so he can turn his brother back into his brother, right? Bless yeah. you. There you go. I, I mean, yes, maybe, maybe then, um, we could make a pretty strong case. If I'm being honest, the biggest problem is 
And she kind of breaks eye contact for a second and says, the, the Heroic Oversight Guild is, is a lot of bureaucracy. A lot of red, red tape. There's not really, they're not really like a leap into action spring, you know, spring to someone's defense kind of deal. Um, and she kind of trails off. So there's just nothing then. I mean, it is mostly staffed by former heroes and villains, yes? In name. Okay. So what you're saying is that we need to put together our own little posse to kind of deal with this prince of demons? I mean, I, I, I can try to set the wheels in motion. Um, and I, 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 let me start off here. I am on your side. I, I, I will not let you go into this fight alone. I just don't, I can't guarantee support from the guild. Great. And if what you're saying is true, I don't know if you've thought about this yet, but that means for the last 50 years, this demon prince has had influence over more or less over, you know, 50% of the heroes and villains that have entered the field. And that includes working at the guild. I had not considered that, but it is just another sort of mark against Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's, mm. et cetera, et cetera, uh, and why it is not the elite institution that some believe it to be. Um, I, I <laughs> What are we doing? Are we going to walk into that school tomorrow to confront the the demon prince this seems like a bad like a wicked bad idea yes well i think we need to go to higglemus give him the apple that's the whole reason we went out on our mission give him the apple change the dog back into his brother and that seems to me that that's proof positive that you know we're on the side of the pardon me athea the angels sure I'm not offended. I, I'm not really an angel, Argo. You know that, right? Aren't you? For the moment, I think we must trust Higglemus. Ooh, boy, that sounds bad. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Althea, I, I have thought of something that you can do to aid us in this endeavor to subvert the demon prince. Ooh. Can you distract him with some of that uh, rigid bureaucracy that you mentioned earlier and give us a chance to um, shore up our sort of war chest, uh, as it were, at the school? Because I'm pretty sure if we just walk in there as is, we're, we're going to get noticed and we're toast. I, I think it's still on us to deliver to Higglemas. Not that I fully trust him, but I do know that he's not a demon prince, so he does have that on That him. is fair, yes. And then we just sort of just sort of throw the chips up in the air and they see where they fall, as they say. I, 
I have noticed quite a few violations around the school. Usually it's minor stuff that normally we would let slide, but I could get, uh, you know, a, a, a handful of other inspectors there and really red tape the hell out of it. Love it. I think we have more friends at the school who would aid us in this cause. Don't you think, Argo? Fearbolg? Um, yeah, I've got a... I've got a connection to a sort of, um, um, I, 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 I'm, I have somebody that I think could probably, we could count on in crunch time. Okay. But maybe we wait until it's crunch time. It's sounding pretty crunchy out there, but okay. I do not know anyone. Oh, that's not true. I was a friend to a Pegasus, and I briefly talked with the librarian. (laughs) We've been at this school for, uh, I don't know how long, but quite some time now, and you've only talked to a Pegasus and a librarian? Mm, The person at the stables. Okay. The accounting teacher. Sure. This is the end of the list. Okay, that's not a very long... You, Argo, several Garys, sublist, I will list the Garys. (laughs) Please stop. No, please don't. Okay, we're good. Thank you. Thank you. Your list is fantastic. Um, Yeah. Sounds like we got a pretty, pretty cool plan. I'm feeling plum tuckered. So all I'm three gonna... <laughs> of you make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Fuck. Uh, Fitzroy, you have advantage. Hey, all right. That's good. I am not very wise. Damn, that's a two for me. Uh, that's a three. Plus four gets me to six. And uh, that is a 14 minus one. Uh, I got a 13. three flat, but then I got a 16. So. The Fearbulk and Argo spring up from the table and sprint outside, leaving Althea and Fitzroy at the table. Why? Hey. Why did we do that? That's, hey guys, we were like mid-sentence talk. Oh God, I think something bad is going on, Althea. And a voice booms from seemingly every inch of the inside of the tavern and says... We are here for the fear of Fitzroy and Argonaut King. Send out Fitzroy, or we will burn the building down with everyone inside. Hey, um, Bloodhawk Barb, your ward sucks shit, so... Because they just ran outside. Can I see them? Out? Like, are there windows? Can I see my, my buds? There are windows if you want to go look. I discreetly look through a window. Uh, make a stealth check for me. Eventually, we're going to use some skills that I am good at. Um, 13. With a 13, you begin to peek out the window. You see the Fearbog and, uh, and Argo being held by some hulking figure, but before you can get a clear picture, 
uh, a flaming projectile comes flying through the window. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, ooh, 18 plus 2, 20. Uh, you are able to dodge out of the way uh, without taking any damage. So there's a big old crowd of demons out there. Well, there was at least one big demon holding the two of them. Mm, okay. And if you could give me just a really good line to go to the break on, that would be just tops. Well, it's demons. <laughs> Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Um, are, are they, can you address, are they mind controlled? Yeah. Do we have Will right now? No, they are, they have both been charmed. Okay. These demons see scuttling under the, uh, swinging doors of the tavern, uh, a little crab who, uh, scuttles right up to, uh, to them, to the party. Uh, I should also say, while this is happening, Mimi, Rhodes, and Moon are moving the handful of uh, uh, other patrons of the bar, like, to one side, towards the back, towards, uh, you know, the the back exit. Probably Um, a pretty good idea. Yeah. So, are you wondering what Snippers sees? Yes. Snippers sees a pit fiend holding both Argo and the Fearbog, as well as two Aaron Yeses uh, flanking him, the pit fiend. Okay. And several pairs of red glowing eyes in the shadows. Jesus. Uh, If he would like to try to figure out how many things are there and what they are, you can yeah, make let's a see how good a, my crab does. Uh, my crab got a five plus my three. Crab. A, my crab got an eight. <laughs> there is uh, an indeterminate sure, amount fantastic. of other creatures in, in the back. Okay. Um, so what are you going to do with the three heroes? The three brave villains, I mean. Exit in under sixty seconds. I will kill the fear bulb. Damn. Well, that nice. I'm gonna re-roll a dark elf. That'll be fucking sweet pyromancer or something <laughs> cool like yeah. that. Um, I mean, that gives us a minute to sort of talk. What are you? What are you gonna answer my question? Or why am I talking like this? <laughs> I don't know who this right. is. Okay, um, so what are you going to answer about what you're going to do with us, or no? Seems like no. 30 seconds. Okay, um, Althea and um, Barb, do you all want to just sort of help me out here, and we can go just sort of smash it through the windows and, like, do, like, a fight? Uh, <laughs> yes, let me, um, okay, I need to... Get my stuff. Got like uh, forty seconds, so like get okay, it fast. Okay, go distract like them, and we'll be right there. We're right oh. behind you. Okay, we'll get everyone uh, out, and then we're right behind you. Rhodes, Moon, y'all keep doing what you're doing. Um, and then fifteen seconds. Hold on, Damn. hold on. Can you give me like thirty more seconds, Aunt? Please. Ten, nine, eight, seven, 
six. I walk five. out disguised as Hieronymus Wigginstaff. Uh, it's okay, guys. We got him. <laughs> Griffin, roll the greatest performance check of your life. Well, good. I'm fucking good at performance. Finally, you're going to watch me roll a fucking one. No, I rolled a 17 plus three, a 20. They do pause for a second. I'm just here to just keep an eye on things. Looks like y'all are doing okay. Um, I'm going to just stand back a little bit, watch you all work. I will be handing out evaluations afterwards. It is me, the demon prince, in the skin of Hieronymus Wigginstaff. So let's all, you're doing fantastic. Um, and sorry, go, go right ahead. You were counting down. You were being very ominous. Uh, yeah. How? Okay, well, I'm heated and coming out. So I'm going to kill the fearful. Oh, no, let's not do that. I mean, you know you're not supposed to actually do it, right? Like, you're supposed to threaten doing it and, like, make it be scary. But, like, you don't actually kill the fear bulk? No. Why don't I take them back to my office? And do detention on them. <laughs> and then um, I'll let you all know when the big one is coming. And you all know exactly what I'm talking about when I say, when I, Hieronymus Wigginstaff, say the big one. You know the big plan? I'll let you know with a messenger bird. You see the pit fiends kind of look at you harder, Claire, and say, <laughs> Welcome to the party, Fitzroy. Nope. That wasn't me. Roll initiative. Did he, I'm guessing, roll uh, an investigation? Uh, he has true sight. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, Piffins have true sight. <laughs> so that whole time he was just kind of being an asshole. Just kind of making confused. me think, sure, fantastic. Uh, uh, well, you surprised him, didn't you? Well, I then don't you think I should get a surprise round, maybe? No. <laughs> okay. Maybe, not so that not that surprised. Uh, I got a 10. Uh, and if you guys want to go ahead and roll your uh, initiative as well. Okay. Uh, the kid has got three plus two, five for the fear bulk. That is an 11 plus. Oh, it's plus six. So that's 17. So up first is Aranyas number one. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, an Aranyas, uh, some might confuse for an angel, but they are not. They are winged women, but their wings are like a cool red thing, and they're okay. like demons and stuff. So it's like an angel, but a demon. But a demon, So yeah. a demon, then. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, yes, number one is going to take a swing at, let's see, at, well, Fitzroy. Cool. Oh, that's a nat 20. Damn. So that hits. Hit. Yeah, that's going to hit, I think. And the damage is 1d10. Well, it's 2d10, huh? Uh, 14 points of damage. Great. And then she's going to swing the long sword again at you. All right. Uh, but that one's not going to hit. That's a, well, maybe. It's a 17 yeah, versus AC. Yeah, how fucking high do you think my AC is? I don't know. 
I, I'm wearing a fuck. I'm a boy cloak wearer. I don't fucking. Uh, however, I do hold a hand up at that second attack, and it glances off uh, an invisible uh, barrier because I cast as a reaction shield, which adds five to my AC uh, until the end of my next turn. Excellent. Uh, and she's gonna swing one more time. Uh, that's an eighteen plus eight, twenty-six. Yeah, I mean that does get through this. That yep. does get through the aforementioned shield. Okay. Hey, is this like one of those uh, Final Fantasy fights that we're supposed to lose, or what's up? Uh, I mean, is any fight a fight you're supposed to lose, Griffin? Oh, that's deep. Uh, that, that's not bad, though. That's only seven points of damage. It's not good. Uh, and up next is Aaron Yes number two. And Aaron Yes number two is going to draw her longbow uh, and aim... For you, Fitzroy. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, 13 plus 7. Yeah. Now do a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's good, actually. 16 plus 5, 21. Okay, good. You passed on that. That was nice. Uh, and six points of damage. Okay. Uh, and Argo, uh, the, the pit fiend seeing this destruction and readying for battle and the confusion from uh, Fitzroy's momentary distraction uh, has broken his concentration. Uh, so you have shaken loose your charm spell and you are now able to act. So I did accomplish something. Yeah. Good. That's good. It will be my last good thing I did before I fucking die here in like a minute. I, I'm, I think he's gonna just... <laughs> he's standing right next to the... Uh... To the pit fiend, correct? Yes, correct. Um, so that means the pit fiend is within five feet of him. Is that correct? Don't like the way this is going. Yes, also correct. A little nervous. So, in theory, he could sneak attack since he's within five feet. Yes, and and I'm going to say he is not paying attention to you. So and your and hey you and uh and the fearbug are flanking him. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways that, that you got sneak attack on this. Okay, so he's gonna sneak attack. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I because finally he can. Um, and uh, it's he's got two two weapon fighting which he can take. So he's gonna attack with Florence in one hand. And he's gonna he's gonna stab for the for the eyes, huh? He's gonna stab for the eyes with his with Florence. Cool. And I, I'm gonna hold off on the on the other one. Just stab for the eyes with Florence. Let me pick an eye. Let's go for the left. Okay. Mm, oh, Dad, I wouldn't be so quick. I think the right. Would <laughs> I go for the right? No, left is good. Okay. Oh, great. That's a two. So I would say that that did not hit. Uh, that's a that is a good call. Uh, I would say that that did not hit, uh, but he is aware of you now, hey. uh, and he's and up. So I also uh, hide. That's a good idea. <laughs> so he slashes up there, misses because of how tall the pit fiend is, and kind of goes and hides. Uh, Runs around behind the pit fiend. Okay, cool. I'll allow it. Uh, it is the Pit Fiend's turn. Guys, I just Googled Pit Fiend 5E, and then I shit my butt off into my pants. 
We ain't. Co- Did, we're uh, not going to kill this motherfucker. Am I still being held? Uh, you, you, uh, the transfer on you has also broken. But am I physically being held, or am I just like s- chilling? Uh, you are just chilling. Okay, got it. So the first, the uh, pit fiend is going to attempt to bite uh, Argo, but I'm going to say with disadvantage because Argo hid. Oh, this is good for you. But I mean, not great because it's plus 14 to hit. So that's a 21. We're dead. We're all going to die. But not bad. 12. 12 points of damage. And I use Uncanny Dodge, which I can use once per turn, which means when an attacker you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage. Great. Cool. Uh, and and also do a constitution saving throw for me. I'm ready for this. I'm, 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 uh, nat 20. Nice. You, you very clearly uh, avoid being poisoned. Okay, so how many points do I take off? You only take six. And let me just say, you do not want to get poisoned by this bite. Yeah. Because if you do, you take 6d6 poison damage at the start of your turn. Yeah. Okay. So so it's bad. Uh, and he is going to claw at uh, Fitzroy. Uh, that is a 24. Yep. 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 That does just, uh, ooh, that just barely gets through my shield. Oh, just, oh, I look just up, I look up at my shield like, oh, come on, shield. The tip of it just got me. The tip of that just got just me, Odell. Just got me, Odell. Three, five, <laughs> Folks, eight. we are going to need emergency <laughs> surgery <laughs> at the tavern. Uh, that is 16 <laughs> points of damage. Oh, great. Yeah, cool. Uh, for those keeping track, and maybe, Trav, hold your ears, because maybe I don't want you, the bad guy, to know this. I have one hit point. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, and up next is you. Griffin. Okay. Yeah, Fitzroy. Uh, is the fear bowl conscious? Like, uh, like yes. Aware? Now, okay. yes. Okay. Uh, talking's a free action. Yes. Uh, correct. Uh, I say, uh, is this like a you guys are going to kill us thing, or is this a you guys are going to like kidnap us and take us to your leader type thing? Well, first, we will have some fun, and then we will take you to our boss. Okay. Well, let me just like. I bet your boss doesn't want me dead. And I have, let me check, about three squirts of blood left in me. So there is no more fun to be had with me. Um, I surrender. And I think my, my friends here will also. And let us go in peace. Well, then we will shift our focus to a different toy. But the, I, come on, you're wasting daylight. I, I really think we should just kind of go. Roll, uh, and I'm going to tell you, pretty high persuasion check. I have plus six persuasion, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yes, sir. 16 plus six, 22. No. Are you kidding me? I said it's really high. He didn't say it's okay. really um, We'd say it's pretty high, not really Not high. impossible. I guess it could have happened. Yeah. You're up, Griffin. Yeah, great. Okay, well, I tried, uh, and I'm going to, I guess, jump at the pit fiend with my maul at the ready and rage out in midair, and we'll see what happens with that first. Uh, I need to roll a 1d8. 
Sorry, I don't know where my wild surge table is. Uh... One, necrotic energy bursts from you. Each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage, and you gain temporary hit points equal to the sum of the necrotic damage dealt to the creatures. Okay. Right. Roll, roll. Nice. Everybody. Um, Wait, everybody takes 10, or it takes a d10, right? There's right. no save? There is no save. Okay, great. Ooh. So that's the Aaron yeses. Two, Pit Fiend, one, so three, five, within 30 feet. Uh... I rolled a six. Uh, so that's 30 points of damage. Back well, to you. Also, I, it does say each creature. Okay. So you want to keep just, rolling? Go for it. No, I'm just saying for the DM sake, I, Argo and the Fear Bulg are up in there also. Yeah, I know. Oh, did you include yeah. them? Yeah, I didn't count the glowing eyes. Uh, they are outside of the 30-foot range. You okay, still, they uh, are... then yes. Uh, it is six necrotic damage, and I regain 30 temporary hit points, I guess. Nice. Yeah, that's that'll help you feel good. Uh, okay, and now I'm going to smash this motherfucker with my maul. Great. I bet his AC is pretty high, huh, Trav? Yeah. Okay. Sure is. You want to know what it is? <laughs> uh, I got a 12 plus 7, 19. That just hits. Yay. Uh, uh, that's 2d6 plus 4 plus... So 15 plus my rage bonus, which is 2. So 17 points of damage. Okay. Uh, Fearbulg, you are up. Um, how big are these things? Uh, the the Aranyeses are... Uh, medium size. They're you know, five five foot to six foot range. The pit fiend is large, so more like okay. eight to ten feet. Eight to ten feet. I can do that. Okay, I'm gonna jump on the face of the pit fiend. Give me a, an acrobatics check. This is my move action. Okay, but I will make your check. Monster. 19 plus 2, 21. You do it. With surprising uh, vim and vigor, the Fearbulg springs into the air and, and lands on the Pit Fiend's face. Get used to the view. And then uh, it is only then the Pit Fiend realizes that he cannot remove me from his face because I have glue on me. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> the glue the rule is I roll and uh the length and it, it determines the length of time. What did, okay, roll. I rolled a four just so now. So four hours? Six. No, it's six is forever, one is falls apart instantly, and anything between that is at Travis's discretion. I don't think I'm gonna need it to hold for a real long time. <laughs> I can't imagine. But we are fucking bonded. Yeah, I'm gonna say he, uh, at least the length of the fight, unless he does a significant strength check and takes some And I damage. am, I am completely obscuring his, his face perfect. I'm a be I'm a big boy too. <laughs> right. I imagine there's also a sort of counterweight situation that he is now Not also right. having to deal Not with. Yeah, right. yeah, it's gonna be, he's, he's gonna be at disadvantage for a lot of things. Right. Uh, let's see. So, up next is the beady eyes in the background. The UC step into the light. Six hellhounds. 
That's too many, yeah. Trav. Do a different number. Um, <laughs> they step one of the lower ones. They step out snarling, but then very quickly, their animal snarls are completely drowned out by a loud roar from within the tavern. Everyone present turns to look, except the pit fiend, who is now blinded, as three imposing figures exit to stand by your side. Hell yeah. First is Bloodhawk Barb. She's removed her glasses and has donned her signature helmet. It is forged in the shape of a hawk with the wings curving down the sides of her head. Her all-white eyes scan the scene in perfect synchronicity with her Bloodhawk familiar flying overhead. She reaches behind her back and draws two sickles as her pace quickens. Next comes the Avenging Angel. Her armor, as well as her scimitar, glow with an inherent radiance. She leaps into the air and, much to your surprise, hovers above you. Finally, an eight-foot beast stands to its full height. The shape is not familiar, but the armor is. Where the chainmail had seemed ill-fitting in his human form, it fits Moon's werebear form just fine. Yeah, Moon. And up next is Althea. Guys, we got this. Don't go back inside. We got this. Easy peasy. Althea swoops though for a moment and touches your shoulder and you pick up 41 points of health. Oh, fuck yes. Are you kidding me? God, yes. Oh, wow, I have a lot of hit points right now. Uh, after touching your shoulder... Althea continues on and plows directly into one of the Aaron Yeses, pulling them away from the fight. And then you see Bloodhawk Barb come rushing in, and she jumps and plants the point of both sickles into the Aaron Yeses' guts, pulling her down to the ground, and the two begin to punch and wrestle there. And you see Moon wade into the onslaught of Hellhounds and begin throwing them and fighting them six hellhounds to one werebear, leaving the three of you versus the pit fiend. Looks like you should have taken the surrender, dickbag. And we're back up at the top. This time we'll start with Argo. We'll let the uh, NPCs fight their own battles. It's it's really cool, though. Yeah, I want sure. everyone to picture, oh, it's pretty cool. Um. All right, so it's just the three of us in the pit, pit, pit demon. Correct. Cool. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I know I'm going to get shot down for this, but I'm going to try it anyway. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty generous. Okay. Uh, Argo takes uh, Florence and pours the dose of arsenic poisoning that they... Saved from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Wow. And sticks it in the uh, right butt cheek of the uh, pit demon. Okay, make uh, an attack roll for me. I don't know why you'd think I'd shoot that down. That's a good move. Solid. 19. 19. 19. I thought I was 19. 19. Nine times. Yes. 19. Uh, that and... hits. So okay. uh, make your damage roll plus uh, 1d10. There's a d8. That is a 7. 
uh, plus four, which is 11. And you said, and then 10? And 1d10. 1d10. That is a, don't know if it's a six or a nine. It's a nine. Nice. Okay. Uh, and, he's, and he's got he's got a sword sticking out of his butt. <laughs> I mean, you don't leave the you don't leave Florence there, right? No, no. Okay. Um, up right. next is the pit fiend. Wait, does he suffer poison damage? That was the extra one, G ten. Oh, the D ten, and that's going to be ongoing on, uh, for a couple of rounds at least. So he is going to attempt to pull the fear bug off of his face. And if he does, he will take some damage as skin comes away with it. Uh, he does succeed. That was a nat Ugh. 20. Uh, so he he peels the fear bug off, but I'm going to say he takes 1d12 damage. Does that seem fair? Yes. I feel like I should get an opportunity attack. Okay. He is Eight, moving five. him away from you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he takes five points of damage, and you get an opportunity attack. Uh, I can do an action on opportunity attack, or is it just an attack? Just an attack. All right. Um, let me see here. God, I do that very rarely. Um, let's go ahead and use my thorn whip. Uh, on him, and I'll roll here. That's an eleven plus seven, eighteen. Uh, that does not hit. So 19 is his armor class. So up next is uh, uh, Fitzroy. Cool. Uh, as a bonus action, I uh, calm down. I have a sip of my um, chamomile that I have with me, my kombucha, my calm yeah. down kombucha, uh, yeah. and drop out of rage uh, so I can cast a spell. And I'm going to put some extra stink on this one. You see me just like charging it up, just like ready to go. Uh, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb on this pit fiend, launching a ball of whatever type of energy damage that I want. Uh, mm-hmm. And I am also going to put on my uh, Tides of Chaos, which will give me advantage on the roll. Uh, and will hopefully trigger some extra fun stuff. So, uh, Griffin, real quick, remind me, what is it that I can make you roll after you cast a spell? Um, well, after this spell, after I cast my Tides of Chaos, you can have me roll on my wild magic table. Great, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I'm going to conjure up a tasty, mm, let's say lightning damage. I don't think okay. you came into that. Uh, oops, I rolled the damage before I rolled the attack. That's bad luck. Uh, oh, I couldn't tell what it was because it's the D&D Beyond logo on the virtual dice, but that is a nat 20. No, okay. I probably don't need to roll the other. Let's just see. I did have advantage what the other one would have been. Hey, a 17 plus six is also pretty good, but that is nat 20. Well, that is 3d8 lightning damage. Uh, that is uh, 12 lightning damage. Uh, and then you had to do your wild surge. Oh, I was so hoping you would say that. Uh, I've never done this on the magic, uh, the magic wild surge thing, which is a different thing from my barbarian wild surge. Uh, I roll a D 100 mm-hmm. and we're going to see what it says as I load up. Okay. So I rolled a 12. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I can tell, this is permanent. I was so excited to roll on this table. On a 11 to 12, roll a d10. Your height changes by a number of inches equal to the roll. If the roll is odd, you shrink. If the roll is even, you grow. Okay. 
<laughs> Real quick, how t- just for how tall are you now? Uh, how tall is Fitzroy? I mean, he's he's uh, half elven, but he's kind of built. I would say like five eight. Like he's not he's not okay. the biggest fella, but he's a uh, he's got muscle to spare. I am fucking terrified of this role. There are way worse things that could happen, Griffin. Yeah. Okay. So, considering you just made up his height now. Yeah. Okay, I just rolled an eight. So, uh, even I grow eight. <laughs> I grow eight inches. So you hit. Okay. So six, just to lay out the scene, I am six four. You nail him with the chromatic orb. Ugh. He takes some damage, and when he looks up, you're eight inches taller. What's up, motherfucker? I am six foot four. I have to make an important note about this, because everyone is going to be blown away. You know, some people go on summer vacation and, like, get a new haircut or, like, work out a little bit. (laughs) I just grew eight inches. And it doesn't say it wears, like, it doesn't wear off. No, I why would just, it wear off? I am just eight inches taller now. Uh, up next is the fear bulk. I guess everybody, uh, I assume, for the next round of combat takes a moment to appreciate the fact that I just grew <laughs> eight fucking inches. Uh, what's the layout right now, Travis? Uh, so currently, the Aranyesses have been peeled off into two separate battles uh, with the Avenging Angel and Bloodhawk Barb. Uh, the Hellhounds are facing off against Moon, and I will say, while he is holding his own, he is not exactly destroying them. He's not like a monstrous bear, um, so he could maybe use some help. But right now, it is the three of you pretty much uh, together facing off against the Pit Fiends. If you want to picture uh-huh. it as like classic uh, three on one, like Final Fantasy style, right? You know? How is the pet fiend looking? Uh, pretty okay. Pretty okay. That's good. Yeah. And and what's the weather like? It's nice. Uh, it's dark. The uh, you would guess about seventy five degrees, with mm-hmm. uh, a fair slight like a slight breeze oncoming. Kind of boring. What? Kind of a boring choice. Like you can make the weather in. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's a slight breeze. Doesn't you can feel exciting. a breeze on the wind. Maybe more exciting and like a no, storm. it's nice. Be no. Cool. I'm just trying to imagine it. It just seemed, it felt like a storm. Well, I mean, maybe there's a storm coming way off in the distance, but imperceptible to your fear bulk ears. All right, fine. I'll still do the same thing I was going to do. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Call Lightning on the dipshit, and I cast it. You've got to save Dexterity 15. Dex 15. Uh, that is a 14 plus 8. Come on. Come on. All right, that's fine. I don't even give a shit anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, you're gonna take, see, that's 16, 8 damage, okay. I guess. I think the pit for you at this point has realized that this is not, uh, the, the cakewalk, or uh, that maybe he suspected it would be, and you hear him yell, I'm so familiar with familiar yes. And two more pit fiends step from the darkness. Too many. I surrender too many, again. Too many. And Althea turns to you and says, they're not going to stop until they have you. You need to run. We'll hold them off. 
run. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, I'm gone. Goodbye. You run hard and fast. And at first, it seems like you have left the battle behind, but then you hear the snarls of hellhounds on your heels. But then you hear a different sound. And it would be easy to mistake it for a storm rolling in. But after a moment, you're able to distinguish two very distinct sounds. First, the sound of wings. Very large wings beating against the air. Then, the sound of powerful hooves pounding the ground. First, a powerful-looking black shire horse with white wings and white leg markings runs next to you. Then, a spirited blue rowan Peruvian paso with gray silvery wings runs on your right. They are being led by a white Arabian pegasus. She is scarred and beautiful and fearbolg. You would know her anywhere. Breeze through the willows stops beside you, Fearbolg, and you hear in your mind, Get on! We have to hurry! 